guys welcome back to the Tokes talks podcast happy wednesday happy hump day i hope you guys are having an amazing week so far and that 2021 is doing you gently <laughs> and be nice to you and if it's not this is just week two there are 50 more weeks to do better and to get better and one of the things I've really been noticing that a lot of people have been saying is 2021 is just like 20 2020 oh my gosh those t's are really messing with me but yeah 2021 is exactly like 2020 and I would just caution those of you who listen to me to be careful about internalizing such rhetoric or even speaking that out loud because there is power of life and death in the tongue we are in week two of 52 weeks if you speak death over the rest of these 50 weeks that's what you're gonna get (laughs) and i personally think it's way 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 too early to be able to write off the whole year because what you're doing is pretty much giving yourself zero hope for better And that is not a worthy cause to be a part of personally. So just watch your mouths and and be positive and think good thoughts. And one of the things I do is that every single day when I wake up, I think over the day prior and I pull one thing that I'm grateful for from the day prior. And what that does is that it sets me on a positive path for the day. There are some days where the thing I'm grateful for is amazing news that something good that happened to me, something great that happened to some people around me. And sometimes it's the fact that I was craving a burger and I got a burger and I was satisfied with that. It's, it's any type of light. And what I feel is that when we're able to pull joy out of any situation, for the most part, of course, it really, sets our mindset and it sets the tone for the next day and for the way we look at our lives it's not always the grandiose things because those don't happen as often it's sometimes just the little things the the ability to pull joy from small things and have that be enough for that day and be open to the opportunity for better joy bigger joy and different joy the next day so yeah that's just my little rant because I've been seeing a lot of that rhetoric and I it just doesn't sit well with me I don't believe in it and I don't believe that any of us should really be writing off 50 weeks (laughs) like that that's horrible (laughs) but yeah I really hope that you guys are doing well and making the best of this year so far and I would really encourage you to try and start gratitude journaling I am a journaling fanatic right I do my gratitudes I journal in the morning I journal before bed because this mind is full of too many thoughts and the best way to get them out is to put them in a book and close it up that's how I operate and that's how I work and I'm sure many of you guys may not care to journal as much as I do but writing a sentence of gratitude or a word of gratitude every single morning could be the difference in your day and ultimately your life but yeah let me get off that tangent and go into our discussion for this week and this week we're going to be talking about persistence and when it comes to being persistent it can be seen as a positive trait never giving up a go-getter all of those good words or it can also be seen as a negative trait 
depending on what's on the receiving end. Being persistent about a goal and not letting anything stop you can be extremely admirable and extremely wonderful, right? Like when we look at the people who are very successful, the people who some of us look up to, something they have in common is that they don't give up. They're persistent. They see the vision and they chase after it mercilessly until they achieve it. But being persistent on in a negative way is something kind of like you being interested in somebody who told you that they're married and this type of persistence <laughs> when whatever's on the receiving end is not as open to your offers can be seen as grounds for a restraining order. It can be seen as unbecoming and frustrating. So a very common phrase that is used to deter certain types of persistence, just like the one I just said, the restraining order persistence is Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So recently I was actually having a conversation with a friend and they used this phrase with regards to dating and relationships. And in that moment, I was immediately not in agreement with what they were saying and (laughs) In my mind, I edited the phrase just so that I could get behind it and just so that we could, I felt, I pretty much felt like it was incomplete. And the edit that I came up with was insanity is doing the same thing over and over again in the exact same way and expecting different results. So what I changed is in the exact same way. And this, along with common sense, <laughs> are the key differences between being insane, at which is what the quote says, and being faithful. Because persistence, that leads to greatness, that leads to all the things we want to see, consistency, never giving up, that is seen as faithfulness, right? Because when these people talk about how they've achieved their goals and the fact that they are where they are. One of the things they say is that I never gave up. I knew that I would get to this place. So I did everything in my power to ensure that I would. Right. And that is faithfulness because there were times in the beginning where they probably could not even see how they were going to get to the end, but they believed so passionately and were so faithful in the existence of that end that they were willing to bet everything on it and not quit and continue to persist until finally they got to that place. Right. So I just want to break down (laughs) the difference between insane persistence and faithful persistence. Insane persistence is banging your head on a wall and not knowing when to stop. It's doing the same thing over and over and over again without doing any work, right? It's doing the same thing over and over again in the exact same way without taking a moment to stop and see what's going on. So you applied for this job. They didn't accept you. You took the exact same resume, you applied for the exact same job again, they didn't accept you. You took the exact same resume, applied for the exact same job again, they didn't accept you. And you continue to do that, right? You don't know when to stop. So that is insanity, right? Like it's it's not being able to take a step outside of yourself and see what's really going on. Insane insanity, insane insanity, my apologies. Insane persistence is also when you cross the line from being endearing or from having grit into becoming annoying, unbecoming, or making people feel uncomfortable, right? As I said, those people who are working hard for their dreams, never stopping, grinding, 
knocking on doors, doing what they need to do to finally get to that place, we look at them as the champions, right? We look at their stories and say, wow, for you not to quit during that difficulty, for you to keep going, that is something that's so inspiring and great, right? But the other side of that is when people are annoying. That person you said you're not interested in who continues to call and text over and over and over, not getting the hint. <laughs> like it, it goes from ah to uh, <laughs> like really quickly. And that's the difference, right? It's where that line is crossed. And that's where insane persistence comes along. It becomes unbecoming. It becomes something that makes people feel uncomfortable and you're so fixated on what you want that you're not even taking time to really see how it's affecting the people on the other side. So that's pretty much bothering someone that has made it clear to you that they have no interest in what you have to offer. This is insane persistence. And this can be romantic as I've given you multiple examples. It can be practically like there are people who will tell you they don't want your advice. You may think you have the most amazing advice for them. You may think that if they apply what you say, it will move them to where they want to be in life. But if they say they're not interested, if you keep giving it to them, they're going to block your number and stop talking to you because it's not wanted, right? Even if you think it's valid. And also business, just like I said, applying for the same job over and over, bothering, getting, finding the email of a CEO and messaging them over and over and over and over again, a hundred messages a day, because you think that you would be the greatest asset to their company. And you may be the greatest asset to their company, but if they are not interested, you're not going to be the greatest asset to their company. You're going to be the greatest asset to the junk mail folder, because that's where they're going to be sending everything you send them. (laughs) So Insane persistence is also trying over and over again, thinking that it will change just because you didn't give up, right? It's, it's, and that's where the word persistence comes in, right? Like being persistent, not giving up, keep going for it. But when you continue to try over and over again, thinking it won't change because you're not giving up, you're missing out on a few key steps. And if we just go back to something I said in episode 24 about success, which you guys should take a listen to because it's a really good one. Um, I took the quote, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Pretty much like what I did with this quote. And I added in the necessary information in the middle. So I changed it to, if at first you don't succeed, get up, assess, adjust, then try, try again. So insane persistence is just doing the trying over and over again part. Just like I said, with somebody who doesn't get accepted for a job and takes the exact same resume, puts it back into the exact same job, doesn't get accepted and does it over and over and over again, right? And one thing I wanna say about what I'm titling insane persistence is that it doesn't come from a, a negative place for the most part. It comes from, I'd say, a inward focusing place. And that's probably where most of the problems lie if we really take a look at it. It's the fact that you are so fixated on the goal at hand. You want whatever it is that you want so badly and you think it'll be so great that you don't take us a moment to see how it's affecting those around you. You don't take a moment to see if the person's actually interested, if your advice is needed, or if that company has the budget for your great idea right now. 
And in not looking outside of yourself, you continue to push and impose yourself on people in a way that you believe is to the best of your, well, is to your benefit and also to their benefit without really taking in the fact that it may not be to their benefit. You may not agree with it and you may be right. It could have been to their benefit, but as long as they're not there yet in any way, shape or form, it's not to their benefit. And that means that, yes, some people are going to be take a loss, <laughs> but that's life, right? So that's where it really stems from. And with that, I'm just going to get into a few examples, really only two of what faithful persistence is, because I feel that it really, with these two examples, it really encompasses what faithful persistence stands for and the ways that it can be adapted in so many different ways. So the first one is faithful persistence is taking a step back to assess and adjust. Just as I said about episode 24, you're doing something over and over again in the exact same way, that's insanity. But if you're doing something over and over again in different ways each time because you've stopped to assess and adjust, that is faithfulness, right? If you have this goal of making a million dollars, let's just say, and you thought that this one book that you wrote would be the end all and be all, and you'd make that money in three weeks because that book would go viral and you'd be swimming in money, and it doesn't. Do you just write another book and throw it out there again, or do you take a step back and see what worked, see what didn't, assess the ground. Maybe my work is great, but my marketing is trash <laughs> or whatever it is. And through that, you adjust it and you bring it, you step back, you assess it, and then you adjust it and then you try it again. And then you do this, you take that persistence. And now because you've been making assessments and you've been doing adjustments, you're streamlining your persistence you're getting closer to what it should be. You're pivoting where necessary so that you're not banging your head against a wall, but you're using wisdom and knowledge to send yourself towards whatever direction it is that your final goal is located. And the second thing is that faithful persistence is believing in the possibility of what you want and being open to the various ways that it can come. That part is the most important because believing in the possibility of what you want is persistence, period, right? You're not going to work towards something unless you believe in its possibility. If I don't think that the work I'm doing can be successful or it can make me money to survive, I'm not going to quit my job and pursue that <laughs> because I need money to survive and I don't believe this is doing it, right? So Persistence comes with believing the in the possibility of what you want becoming a reality. But the main point that takes it from insanity to faith is being open to the various ways that it can come because it's that flexibility that is coupled with faith and removed from insanity, right? You, need, you cannot be rigid. For example, because we're I think relationships is, since that's what inspired this, this is, that's the example that's most coming to mind. Wanting to be married and finding the love of your life, right? You meet somebody and you believe that this is the love of your life and you want to be married to them. And you believe that love is yours, marriage is yours, family is yours, all of these things, right? And that person decides that you are not the love of their life. What do you do now? 
do you say that because I'm not the love of your, you're not the love of my life? No, because I'm not the love of your life and I wanted you to be the love of my life. I'll never be married again. I, I don't want kids anymore. I don't want a family anymore. Or do you say, I still believe in love and all the greatness that comes with it. And I am willing to wait for the person who will be open to giving and receiving in the way that I do, right? And giving me that energy back. Or another one is you have a piece of work, um, a body of work that you think is fantastic and you've put in your mind or you've made up your mind that if this one person reads your book, it's going to skyrocket it to wherever it needs to be. So you send that person an email, offer to send them a copy of your work, and they say no. <laughs> they're not interested. You sent them a few pages and they're like, oh yeah, this is not really what I'm into. And because of that, you you stop writing, you stop creating, you throw your work in the trash and you never go for it again. This is, and that's where the insanity part is, right? So you need to be flexible. You need to be open to the fact that what you want can come in various different ways. Be married to the goal, but be flexible on the path that you may take to get there because there's really no guarantee of how we're going to get somewhere. The only guarantee is that we'll reach our destination. And the more flexible you are and the less rigid you are, the easier it becomes for you to really fully enjoy the experience and gain everything that you're meant to gain from it because there will be people who will be your opportunity and because they don't look like they don't seem like what you had initially been so rigid about you may miss out on your blessing and none of us want that in any regard it could be romantic it could be personal it can be business we don't want to miss out on our blessings because we believe it's going to look a certain way or come from a certain route and that is what faith is, right? Faith is believing in your destination and doing what's in your power, but being open to the various routes that it can take and the various pivots that your journey may take for you because your main objective is to get there in the end, right? So yeah, being rigid is usually what leads to insanity and obsession. I'm sure you guys have probably watched all of those interesting, let's just call them that, interesting movies where somebody becomes a stalker because they're in love with someone they believe this is the love of their life and all of that stuff right and it, it becomes dangerous and it becomes scary and it becomes uncomfortable or whatever it does right we don't want to be that we don't want to be rigid because you want to have faith and part of having faith is letting go part of having faith is saying this is what's within my pay grade and my ability and everything else i'm not going to try to control because even if i do try to control it I don't have the ability, it's not in my pay grade. And what it's gonna do is cause me unnecessary stress and exertion of energy that I really didn't have to exert because it's wasted because all of that energy I just exerted is still not doing anything towards the goals that I have for myself, right? So there's something very noble and admirable in faithful persistence, but there's something just as noble and admirable or I would say even to some extent more admirable in knowing when to call it quits. There is something so beautiful about quitting. Like, <laughs> And I know as somebody who has a very hard time giving up on people, quitting things, realizing something's not working and throwing in the towel, especially when I feel like I've invested energy and time and years and money into something, it's really difficult to just say, you know what, all of that money that I've spent or all of that time that I spent is 
good. It's worth it. I've done what I need to do, but going forward, I'm not going to do that anymore. That is a very difficult thing to do. So I'm never going to sit here and tell you guys it's easy, but that's what makes it so admirable. Being able to say, I've persisted in this up until the point of it no longer being worth my time. And with that being said, I'm able to step back and quit whatever it is, right? The inability to know when persistence becomes a waste of your time will have you wasting not only your time, but your energy on people, places, and things, the nouns, <laughs> that no longer have anything to offer you. And that's just that's just sad, you know? You don't want to waste more time. And I don't believe that things that you quit are necessarily a waste, because not everything's going to be perfect. And the ability to fail, I guess if we can call it that, which I wouldn't really call it, the ability to see that something has run its course and that maybe where, where the destination you thought it would reach, it did not get there and being able to walk away from it, that's a very important part of life because the time that you spent on that journey, there are always lessons to be learned. And if you take those lessons and you learn them, the next journey you're on, a few little rocks that you tripped over in the first journey, you're going to be able to foresee them and avoid them. You're going to be able to save some time. You're going to be able to mitigate some risks and do a, a few different things because of the knowledge that you gained from that thing that you persisted in up until it was useful and then you let it go. And that precious time that you waste in your inability to quit and in your ability to decide that persistence stops here is time that could be spent pursuing way more valuable and worthy options and those are the options that'll maybe lead you up to your journey because sometimes in persisting and deciding where we want to go a part of it is getting up to a certain place and then realizing that maybe the mindset the person I was with the method that I was using can only reach this far so now we need to abandon it and get on another bus <laughs> to take us the rest of the way, right? And it's more of like a yield than a stop because at the end of the day, all the different things we try will ultimately lead us to wherever it is we want to be, right? So like that that thought that thought that you had in your head that whatever company or person that you were dealing with would be interested in your work and that their cosign or their employment would be your big break when that doesn't happen Take that passion that you have and apply it somewhere else. Take that idea that you have, apply it somewhere else. Take that skill, that skill you have, that resume you have, apply somewhere else. You know, don't get so fixated on looking at things in one way, right? And the same thing, that person who you met, who you thought was the love of your life, who isn't the love of your life, take all of that love, that care, that greatness that's inside of you of course you're going to need to heal because these rejections hurt. Even rejections in business hurt, right? But heal and then take everything you've learned from all of these past relationships and shower all of that love on someone who is worthy of receiving it and who will also reciprocate. Be persistent with purpose. <laughs> like I think that's the key. Be persistent with purpose. Be able to stop and assess and see what's happening, see what's working for you, see what isn't working for you. There will be pain in walking away, of course, because we've loved whatever it is, we've been invested in whatever it is that we've been doing and persisting with. But 
let's leave room to love something more worthwhile, right? And I have an episode on being willing and worthy, right? So there are some situations like where we'll see some a, situ- a person, an entity, a company, like pretty much the nouns, right? That will seem worthy to us. We will be like, this company is worthy of my idea. This person's worthy of my love. This this person is worthy of my my information and my advice. But if they are not willing, if they are not open to receiving it, then that's not a divine match. <laughs> In any way you flip it or bend it or shape it, it's not a divine match. So take that energy and find somebody who is both willing and worthy. Find a company who's both willing and worthy and apply that persistence in the direction of that. And eventually you will get to your goal and your goal will be sustained because there is a synergy and an alignment in the path in which you took to get there. So I really hope that helps. And just along the same lines, the words to live by for this week are find a worthy cause for your energy. Find a worthy cause. And that's and when you find something or somebody who is worthy of your energy, there is a different level of persistence. There's a different level of giving because there's a reciprocity. There's a benefit. There's an appreciation. There's an encouragement that comes from being in line and finding somebody who is worthy. And when I say somebody, I keep saying somebody, but I just mean somebody like so it could be an entity or whatever it is but finding somebody who is worthy of whatever it is you have to offer so that your persistence can lead to the direction that you want it to thank you guys so 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 much for listening have an amazing week and